Welcome back to That Geek Show, a podcast for the nerds and geeks out there where we talk about all the things in pop culture, 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 TV, movies, etc. And today, of course, gaming. Um, but since there's no news right now, since we're all still in quarantine on the lockdown, we're doing another virtual podcast with uh, some of the some of the members here. Uh, I got Matt Grumman over here to my left, I guess it would be. Right? Good evening. Right? Hello. <laughs> uh, Katie Garen underneath. Ew. And then Dan <laughs> Dagnall with me there. <laughs> Dan Molnar. Welcome in, guys. Everyone's, everyone's Dan, in a line for me. Dan on yeah. top of it? What is, okay. Well, I'm a, I know he's a diagonal. Why we gotta do positions Well, because cause on mine, it's, do it's the, the main Brady video Bunch feed. Thing, you know? It's the main video yeah. feed, so, ah, okay. so everybody we knows should rehearse this. where it's at. Uh, anyway, we have been doing a series of our top, uh, uh, top rewatchable movies, TV, and now this week we are doing our top replayable games of all time, so the games that we love to go back and and, and just get right back into and, and replay over and over again because they just have such great uh, replayable content and uh, maybe just nostalgia and whatever whatever the criteria is. We're going to dig into it and find out today. And uh, so we have brought our top three and we have a couple honorable mentions as well. So we're going to start with those honorable mentions, get them out of the way, talk about them real quick, and then we'll dive deep into our top three each. All right. Who would like to go first? Uh, I'll go first since I actually have. There's one crossover, so yeah. I'll I'll mention the crossover when we get to it. <laughs> all right, uh, I'll do my crossover, uh, my uh, honorable mentions. Uh, so the first honorable mention it was it was hard to pick. Uh, the Assassin's Creed series overall that's, best series. That's the crossover. So. Is it really? <laughs> it's an honorable mention for mine. Okay. And it's uh it's uh Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah, that's Matt's. That is Matt's list. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <laughs> all right, that we'll is, get yeah. to that. We'll get to that. We'll skip that one. And that was okay. the one that I knew was going to get. It was going to piss you off. That, that's what I, I thought. When I looked, I'm like, it's probably that one. Yeah. Uh, and then my other one, I couldn't pick one from the series because they're all so fun. And it's the Borderlands series. Uh, I'm playing through three right right now. And I have myself like re-downloading one, two pre-sequels and all the DLCs that went with them. Because the Borderlands game is just, it's fun. You get your you get your action. And it's very comic booky. You have so much comedy from like every character, even like the character you play as that you get occasional voice lines. They're very, very funny. And on top of that, um, it's just there's so many moments where like you can tell they're ripping something off from like a show or TV or whatever. Like there's Easter eggs or whatever that, and you they do it in such a hilarious way where like you kind of always want to just go back and try to catch everything and then have more laughs. It's fun. It's like the whole series is a whole you can play through and enjoy every moment. Yep, awesome. I never got into the Borderlands stuff, so I mean, it's each his own. Yeah, I know a lot of people love him. Like uh, uh, my, my me and Matt's good friend Kirky, he it's, loves. It's, it's my background right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's going on. So. Everybody recommended me uh, quite a lot, actually. I just never did pick it up myself. But um, I, although I did play the the what was it uh, Tales from the Borderlands, the Telltale one. Oh, yeah. So some that of those characters good. actually I enjoyed that. appearance. Yeah, those ones make really? like, some of those characters make an appearance in Borderlands Three now. I wasn't aware because I didn't. That's okay. the only one I have not played because uh, I haven't played any of the Telltale games. But that was uh, some of those characters actually. I think all of them make an appearance in Borderlands Three. Okay. All right, Katie. Did you have any honorable mentions you wanted to throw out there off the top of your head? I know you weren't uh, prepared for it. I guess but... I would just go with like uh, the original Pokemon games. I guess I could always 
pick up where I left off and try and do something like the silver and gold and on the and uh Pokemon Snap, I know. Okay. Yeah, uh, if we're gonna go GameCube games, I'm probably gonna go the Pokemon Gale of Darkness because I remember you could like steal the shadow Pokemon or whatever, and I was like, oh heck yeah, I'm gonna be stealing all these people. Anyways. All right, Team Rocket. <laughs> I mean, I was saving them from the baddies. There was a there was an article that came out about this uh this woman that plays she's played Pokemon since the originals and uh, every generation that you're able to trade your Pokemon to the new generation if you wanted and so she's had the same Charizard all the way up to like right now which is Sword and Shield since when she first started playing on Pokemon Red. That's so, so she's cute. yeah so she brings it and like she says like oh, it's, I know it's awful its stats are awful but like it is the same one that for the very first Pokemon she got was that Charmander and she's had it for twenty plus years now. She's just like Ash wow. with Pikachu. Yeah. Got terrible stats, but like, you yeah. know what I'm doing. That Pikachu's kind of overpowered. I don't know. It was, and then they like, I don't know. Like, they nerfed, they nerfed it. it. Nerfed yeah, it. He, yeah, they, they got you they up notes. Yeah. They did. He <laughs> they was were, like, OP taking down Mewtwo and shit, and the next movie can't do crap. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they, got, they had patch notes come in after that. They're like, all right. Electrocuting for the movie. Grapplers to death. <laughs> like, this, this, uh, this goddamn mouse is beating a, psycho- like a psychic bio-created bio- yeah. Pokemon that's meant to be like, all Pokemon put into one. Nope. <laughs> um, it. Matt, did you have any honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, so I think what I'm going to do is uh, The Witcher 3. Um, it's, it's 2016, I think. Um, it's the only Witcher game that I've played, although I've seen kind of playthroughs with the other two, but just the world that they created for The Witcher 3 um, is just its awesome. And just I don't mind spending all my time in that game. Just not just for the gameplay and the story, just kind of going through it, but just kind of wandering around and just picking up side quests. Just even as you kind of go through, like how how Skyrim had those kind of side quests and that sort of thing, just kind of almost randomly generating. But just um, it's just fun to spend time in that world. So yeah, so that one. The Witcher Three. Okay. The Witcher Three, um, and then. Also, I, I, very good game, by the way. I did like it. it I just re- I just downloaded it last uh, November, and I've been slowly playing through it again. So, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, and I don't know. Um, I guess kind of still kind of a callback to just like Halo, the first Halo. If I could, I would. But I mean, yeah. I was gonna say, uh, were you you that, were a, you were a PlayStation you were a PlayStation kid, right? Not a Nintendo kid, Matt. Um, well, I mean, I had the very first Nintendo, but like you did, when, you had PlayStation and not N sixty four, is what I mean, right? Yeah, but I mean, so I I didn't even like I had PlayStation two that I ended up buying myself like when it came out. Later right, right. Like, I didn't really have a console much uh, growing up outside of the Nintendo. Right. Um, and then when then when that started interfering with schoolwork stuff. They gave it to my grandpa, so I can go ahead and play when I visit oh. grandpa. <laughs> so, uh, to add on to the oh, Witcher uh, thing, like the like, <laughs> The Witcher Three, I agree with Matt. It, it's such a good game. I mean, it, it is. The, it, it was 2015 that it won Game of the Year. It's very um, deep too. And like, to, like that's saying something because in 2015, the three of the other games that were nominated for Game of the Year were Bloodborne, which is still yeah. like a very, right. very, very loved game. Fallout 4, and then Metal Gear Solid 5, the Phantom Pain. So three yeah. other games that all like in, if they were put in a different year, all would have won Game of the Year. I was gonna say I preferred yeah. that year. I preferred fallout 4 over yeah uh, over Witcher. i, I just, had preferred bloodborne no. just just because fallout was i had already known that universe and it was but like it, 
pretty awesome. Yeah, but Fallout Three that, to me, Fallout Three was better than Fallout Four just overall for me. Even the graphics weren't that great. I agree. No, I, I agree. Fallout I agree. I, I agree. But like Fallout that, Four had better graphics, but it's, no, Fallout Three was a better saying, though, game. Like they, Witcher Three won in a year of All Star games, though, and regardless. it deserved it. It really yeah. deserved it. So, it's yeah. Yeah. Eric, yours. Your your. I will. Yes. Mentions. Sorry, it's getting a text. I told people I'm online right now, but they ignore that fact. So you know. <laughs> uh, okay, so my honorables are two games from. Yeah, so my main list is basically the stuff from the 2000s, and then my honorables are stuff from like my childhood. So one of my honorable mentions is Mario 64. Because I played the crap out of that game, and if I found a ROM for it nowadays, I'd probably play the crap out of that game. Uh, I heard it's coming to the Switch later this year, so who knows? Wow. Yeah, that might be the kicker that makes me buy a Switch. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so Mario sixty four, yeah. No, I just uh, I don't know if you guys, like I said, Matt Matt didn't. I don't think had uh, you know an N sixty four, but that was like you know the launch game with it. It's the one yeah. that. You know, that's the one when I got it on Christmas. That's like the game, like and you know, you know, you, you sometimes you don't get spoiled with your parents buying you a lot of games. So that was the game, like I had for a long time. That would just grind and grind and grind over and over again because you know, unless Blockbuster or Hollywood Video came out with something that looked cool, I didn't rent it or play anything new. <laughs> so yeah, it was a long time until Conker's Bed for a Day came out. Man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a game. Oh. I should have put that one on there. That, oh, yeah. that one's hilarious. <laughs> that was, yeah. That, that should probably be on the most underrated game list of all time. But um, yeah. so, yeah, there's Mario 64. And then, of course, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Not one, two, because two head tails. <laughs> uh, still one of my favorite games to uh, go back and visit. Just anything Sonic is was really awesome. Two and three were my favorites. Three had knuckles, two had uh, tails. But I think two was the better one. Uh, just I think it was. I don't know. I, I like the the dynamic between Sonic and Tails more than I did between Knuckles and Sonic. So I, I that, that was fun to me. And uh, yeah, it's just classic. Anybody who's played a Sonic game knows. <laughs> like you can just play that little blue furball all day, man. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. And uh, it was hard, <laughs> you know. You saw that little N sixty. I mean, that uh, little Sega controller, man. Get some of those levels as you got deeper and deeper. That was like you, you had to grind them, and sometimes it was frustrating <laughs> to get that deep into the game, but. Uh, all right, so there's my honorable mentions. Uh, let's start going through our main ones now. Um, so we're going to go number three. Uh, Dan, why don't we start with you? You're number three. Number Star three. Wars Knights of the Old Republic in oh, Republic oh, 1 and 2. 1 man. and 2. Yeah, that's the oh, one that I thought. Those were the shit. Shut yeah. your mouth, Matt. Shut <laughs> they, your uh, no, 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 he like, no, he no, was a fan. I love those yeah, games. I, I love those games. Okay, good, good. Wow, I was going to say, how are you going to shit on that? No, I am not so, ever, never, never. So, I, no, I would never shit on those games. Ever. <laughs> I tell you what. Go ahead. So, when it comes to that game, I'm so I'm thoroughly upset. Because I was had to look through Game of the Year awards, uh, and the game the game awards started in two thousand three, and uh, uh, nice. Oh, that's back when they were like Spike TV though. That's yeah, the, yeah, 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 that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it, but still, like okay. that, that's when the awards <laughs> officially started. Right, right. And uh, that was the year that uh, Knights of the Old Republic came out. But I think it came out. I know, yeah, it came out, and it lost to Madden two thousand four. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, like now, I said, Spike yeah. TV ran them back then. So. Which wow. is upsetting. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Stars, Knights of the Republic 1 and 2, I, it's, it's hard to pick. I, I enjoyed them both so much. I think 1 had the better story, personally, but 2 had a lot more freedom. Um, hmm. The reason I say they had better story is because it was a lot easier to understand in one and two i didn't understand who it was that i was playing i didn't understand like what my character's purpose was it, it felt like they were uh just some random character that's like oh yeah you were a jedi that rebelled so you could have been literally any jedi and i think that was the purpose of it is that the the exiled jedi that you play as could be anybody it, it's not one specific person whereas in the star wars not totally public one you are a set character in the storyline which resonates yeah, even to like current yeah. star wars yeah and i think that's what i like that one more is because now all these stories come out for star wars and like revan is refer like referred to back like back a lot and it's like wow back before like this was ever a big thing i got to play as like that character and i think personally the knights of the republic era is the best story in all of star wars i don't think for like i don't think there is anything that's been more fun to like replay through than the first one because there is so much lore and knowledge that you get from the first one that's just unintentional like a lot of games mm -hmm. like skyrim or witcher there's a lot of side quests and there's a lot of lore in it but i i don't care for it as much but when i go and play not so republic one i have to do everything i have to read everything because it's mm -hmm. just so intriguing on how something back in 2003 they were able to create a better story for Star Wars than we are able to in 2018, 19. <laughs> like, it baffles me. At that game, I recommend it to everybody, like, because it's Star Wars. Like, if you love Star Wars, you're going to love this game. It is an RPG Star Wars mm -hmm. game that is better than most Star Wars games that come out now. And it is opinion. May the 4th. So perfect. Yeah, and it's May the 4th. <laughs> so, like, that's a, I think that's a great one to start out with. Yeah. I will never yeah. stop ranting and raving about how much I love that. Even the uh, MMO that came out was still pretty, was a lot of fun. I was going to say, did you ever of... play Kodo Online or no? Yeah, no, I was, I was, no. I was badass at that, um, <laughs> which was, uh, which was probably like, I think my favorite MMO, but because they had such a rough launch, the game died real quick because they had a lot of, <laughs> All I remember is the uh, the last day on Twitch, like they were doing that whole crazy thing where before the server shut down, like everybody got in like a lobby and like was, they all, they all just met up. Nobody was killing each other or anything. They were all just like celebrating. yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a lot of it, it was awful. Um, it was a lot of server stability issues yeah. and it killed the game. And it does that to a lot of games nowadays. Like if if you're not able to log on on day one, like within the first three hours, everyone's done with the game. They're like, all right, yeah. I'm already over this, which sucks. But um, overall, Knights of the Republic 1 and 2, like, start with 1, go to 2, um, just because you're going to have way more fun with 1, and it's going to get you ready for 2, even though 2 doesn't really give a shit about 1 ever existing, you're going to be I mean, you're gonna have a lot more fun does. with 2. Because 2, you're, you're, 2, you're looking out, you're out there looking for Riven the whole time, pretty much, aren't you? From what I remember? No. No. Uh, the, the, the whole purpose... Riven disappeared after the end of 1. Yeah, the, the purpose of 2 is uh, you're an exiled Jedi that's trying to regain conne your connection with the Force and trying to find the remaining Sith uh, since the whole Jedi War yeah. following Revan. But uh, like they have no idea where Revan's at, and so like you're just trying to get rid of the old other Sith, gotcha. I guess. Yeah. Um, it has been and in fact, time, like that. It, yeah, in fact, my uh, Steam username used to be uh, – a lot of my usernames used to be Zezkyle which was a Jedi Master in the second one. And a lot of people didn't know it. And uh, it disappoints me because I'll talk to people like, oh, yeah, I played Star Wars 1 and 2. It's like, oh, then you'll know, you'll get my gamer tag. And they're like, oh, no, I don't. It's like Jedi Master Zezkyle is like 
Mace yeah. Windu, but in the past. <laughs> you go for those deep cuts, dude. Yeah. It'll be the name of your first child. It, 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 yeah, yeah, seriously. It's going to be, it be a sick like, name. Yeah. Now, Katie, did you ever play it? I know me and Matt did a little bit, but did you ever get a chance to play Kodor or one and two? Next to the old public. One. I think I remember playing two. I know I played one, or at least I watched someone play one. And then I think I got into it at two. That's, and then I liked it a lot. It was The gameplay was really easy because I was like, I don't remember, like 13 or like, you know, not exactly um, professional. But I remember having a lot of fun with it and being able to choose the light or the dark or like do this or that. And each thing had like a choice you made and it right. furthered the storyline in different directions. So you could go back and you could do a whole new character and you could have like mm -hmm. sort of a different storyline for the most yeah. part. And that makes it like, I don't know, just like special or just different. And each time you play it is like a little bit, it's like a choose your own, but like. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They was, keep they keep you on rails to a point, but other than mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. you can you can. I mean, like you know, you it, it'll it'll still like guide you towards. Yeah. I mean, there's like one story sort of, but like you could still choose. Uh, kind of. And and that's a good point that Katie brought up is the the the. Which is what you didn't touch on. I was like, that's my yeah, favorite part. Yeah, yeah, the, the choice. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I try not to go on too long because I we we didn't want a three hour podcast, but um, like yeah. they even in, they even introduced the whole alignment thing that other mm -hmm. games were kind of touching on, but you could actually see it in Knights of the Early Public one and two like the more you went to the dark side the more corrupted your character became yeah like, their eyes got wider they started getting veins and they looked more pale and evil like palpatine almost mm -hmm. and then the, the more towards the light side that you went the more they had this glow and heroic look that they did and like your profile would even show it yeah and, like, it even got, glowy blue yeah it, it even got yeah. better depending on your relationship with all the other characters that you had on your team if you had like the max relationship with them even if they were good guys if you went full evil at that point they would start to become corrupted as well and they would look evil with you and then the ones that weren't with you they'd become more good or what like the opposite of whatever it is yeah depending on your choice and uh, yeah it's just it's a lot of the little, game. little stuff yeah little nuggets like that yeah make, and just the really way take it over the top and the way you kind of interact with your team as well just overall like based interactions your team would kind of just treat you differently you know it's kind of started a lot of that stuff too. That um, you'd have a different ending, I think, in the first one. Yeah, you had like you three like different endings. Different storyline, yeah. See, I haven't yeah. played it since it's released, so it's like foggy. But like, I remember yeah. certain things. I remember certain things. So, uh, I've been waiting for years for them to get that remaster out. I really want that to happen. They got I shut down. Say, they got shut uh, down for copyrights. Well, that was no yeah. That was a fan oh. remaster. Uh, the, they were there so they were going to redo it using the new uh, not the new but they were going to use the um unreal engine uh and while they were working on it they got hit with the lawsuit saying like a cease and desist to stop doing uh, it because they don't have their permission it'd be too awesome that yeah, was it. that It'd was the uh fan-made one though right i i think they've so. been working on I, it for like years yeah they they were getting close to the end and then they got hit with the cease and desist wow that sucks yeah but I guess don't really start on something unless you have permission, but still. Well, uh, at the time, there were a lot of other games getting uh, fans redoing them of some sort. Like Smash Brothers had um, people like had made their own version of Super Smash Brawl because Brawl was awful. And they called it Project M. And Nintendo was just like, all right, cool, I guess. <laughs> if you really want to, at least you have to have the, the game in order to do it. Uh, whereas the, like this one in particular, it's Star Wars. 
Uh, I think this was not too long after it got owned by Disney is when they canceled it, actually. When they got yeah. hit with the season. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. That's yeah. that's when that's when the poor fate of thirteen thirteen got canned too. That too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh let's move on. Uh Katie, I'm gonna go with your number three here. You got I'm assuming this is the new one, right? The one that came oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, four, okay. four. New, We're okay. gonna go with the, four. Uh, the newest. I, just, I couldn't God remember. <laughs> I couldn't remember what number it was. But I yeah. think it was literally just called God. Of War. It was just called God of War. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, thank you. Uh, my choice is God of War. Uh, I really like the lore that they put in it. You really like deep dive into the uh, storyline. Uh, the gameplay is pretty easy. So. It basically the story is he is kind of after all of the events of the other God of Wars, which were also awesome. Um, but it's just like uh, he's kind of a dad now, so he has a son. So you travel with the son, and he has instead of his dual uh, swords, he has this giant ass axe. Yeah. In like kind of like the whole um, Olympus sort of era sort of deal, and. I don't know. I just really like the storyline. I feel like you can go back and you could replay it. And I think they were going to do uh, some sort of a after story download. It hasn't happened yet. Or I'm not I haven't sure heard anything about, DLC about it. Yet. Yeah, they were thinking about DLC because they kind of left the ending open-ended. Like, no spoilers. Um, but yeah. I don't know if you haven't played it. I, just don't I, I heard that they were going to just make a, a, another one to branch off of. Like an actual, oh, is like, that what? Like, yeah. yeah. Got uh, it. I heard something was coming after it. But even still, you could go back, you play, you can upgrade certain things. You can get all of the uh, equipment and gear, and, you know, he gets different um, equipment, like the swords and, like, stuff have like you that. Beaten, have you beaten all the Valkyries? No, see, and you can go, and you can, uh, the Valkyries, yeah. oh, my God. Like, there's one where the you ass. have to go into the fire, and, like, everything is on fire, and, like, you, like, die a million times. Anyways, I'm not, like, the best at any games ever, but still. <laughs> I try yeah, my best, and I like the things that I like. But, yeah. Um, yeah, all the Valkyries are very hard. I mean, you don't have to beat them for the game. It's kind of the after game, which just kind of makes it a little bit more fun. But the yeah. Valkyries are tough. I'm sure that there are some people who make it look, like, really easy and be like, oh, it's easy Valkyries, but they're tough. They are. So, no, I have not. I have to. Yeah. I kind of gave up after the that <laughs> certain world that you had to go to. Um, but Nifelheim? I think Orson? I, I, is, I love that one. But, yeah, uh, I never got a chance to play because it, it came out after I'd already sold my PS4 and got an Xbox. So Aww. I watched it though. Yeah. <laughs> I watched most of it through like you know the playthrough, the YouTube, like they do those you know ten hour yeah. recordings. Yeah, and it looked really good too. So it'll look. Yeah, that's what it was cool long, about. It was long, just all the cutscenes. I was like, this is cool. I'll just watch yeah. this movie. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, it's like one cutscene. So like you stay with Kratos yeah. like the whole time, and they do the cutscenes, and it's like one whole take sort of. Yeah, I've done that for a lot of games that I don't have the platform for so i mean it is what it is it's kind <laughs> yeah. of like playing it yeah sort of you, you, well, you know what's, of it. you know what's funny is they ship some games now like that like you could literally play just story mode it says and you don't even have to like interact or fight or anything you just basically watch the movie <laughs> like it's it's yeah. weird yeah it's like it's just cutscenes. yeah yeah <laughs> well no it's just like you walk from thing to like there's no it's like, kind of like a walking simulator kind of yeah i mean yeah. i know they, they did that with um Senua's sacrifice, didn't they? They they had that option. Yeah, 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 yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, 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 I think what you call it. Uh, uh, Hellblade, 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 right? 
Yeah, no, Ko- Kojima's new game, you can do that too. You can just do watch the story Death Stranding. Mode. Yeah, Death Stranding. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to do any of the other stuff if you really don't want to. Yeah. Because <laughs> somebody well, commented on it, they're like, am I going to pay $60 just to watch a movie? <laughs> and then they're like, yes. No. <laughs> so, no. Wow, they didn't even. They're, they're, they're like, like you, you'll have the option. They're like, well, then I'm going to watch the movie. Like, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as long well, as I have the option. Well, because kind of Katie's point on the whole the lore and the mythology of the Viking, uh, you know, mythology. Um, I love that aspect about God of War too. And listening to Mimir tell the stories of all the different Viking, you know, all the lords, all the gods, and all the like Thor killing that giant, the frost giant, over like a drunken argument or something. And he just he's he's in his snow village with a, a chisel stuck in his head. Um, I just yeah, it's it's a great game to kind of just deep dive into all the Viking lore and stuff, and just I ended up buying Neil Gaiman's book on Norse mythology because of it, wow. and it's it, even all that kind of um, they changed down all the Norse mythology enough to kind of just like spice it up a bit, and even still, the original mythology is still pretty great. It's just really interesting. They stayed pretty true. Yeah, they took some liberties, um, but you know, uh, they're myths uh but i think yeah. that they stayed pretty true to it and I, don't know, I think they did it justice honestly yeah. and all these stories that like i never even knew and then you would go and you would like fight that thing that he was talking about or like something like yeah that. yeah like, but oh, it, yeah it's been asleep for centuries and you're like oh not anymore da, da. yeah exactly I think that's what made like the original God of War is so great too, is because those were Greek mythology and people are more familiar with Greek than they are yeah. Norse. Yeah. I think the only pre- reason people are more familiar with Norse now is because of the word Loki, and people have a little Marvel made them. Because Marvel made, yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> I think like that's what made the old like the old God of War so great is because it was Greek mythology and like I know Hercules, I know Zeus, I have to stab Zeus. Yes, yeah. like, <laughs> and so. <laughs> And so well, now that they're they're doing Norse mythology, like, and everyone's, you know, on the Marvel bandwagon, they're like, I'm 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 down, I'm down. Yeah. So the, the thing that intrigued me about this one too was that they they took it in a different direction from the old. You know, the old ones were hack and slash. They were just like, yeah. hey, you know well, what this is. Well, there's a little hack and slash. Okay, I was a little bit. No, no, no. But I'm just yeah. saying, like, it's not. It yeah, was a genre. So you had the games like uh, uh, what's it called? Devil May Cry. You had Darksiders. You had yeah. God of War. You had all those hack and slash games. Yeah. And this this one kind of yeah. And I just liked how they took a more cinematic approach to it. Like it's like yeah, you could still we're still gonna have those mechanics in there, but we're gonna give you like more like a meat like a really meaty game. Like I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So I deserve the accolades it got for sure. <laughs> um, all right, Matt. Let's move on to your number three, um, Hitman twenty sixteen. Yeah, this was kind of uh, it's kind of one of those ones that as you kind of go through all the different levels, it's just fun to kind of go around and listen to NPCs, kind of just their conversations, and as you're kind of trying to figure out, you know, where the guys are that you had your contracts on, um, just each of the levels is so richly kind of detailed, and it's just fun to kind of make your way through um, and just try all the different ways to be able to kind of. Um, like fulfill the, the the contracts and get the challenges in and kind of get your level level mastery up, um, and just all the different failures you have is just it's just fun and frustrating at the same time. But yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah, it's, that was it's a blast. That was one of those ones too that they had like DLC, right? You could do more missions after they came out. With sort it. of. So I mean, I know when they initially released it, what they ended up doing is they they just released one level at a time, and right. because there's so much to be able to do in each level for your mastery, they just 
they had one level come out like every month or something like that. But then now what they also have is people can actually create their own contracts. Oh. So you can so you can basically just you can have like some random waiter in the the, the first hotel um, level in the, in the in the first game and be your target. <laughs> and then That's you cool. can also yeah, then you can also have it to where the, what they call it escalations where basically you're uh, like say you have a certain target you take out and then like after you take them out you kind of go through you do your level exit and then your next level of the escalation is maybe you add another target with further restrictions on and that sort of thing towards like you can't you can't incapacitate anybody in the level or it's an immediate mission failure that so, sort of thing so did you like this one more than uh, hitman 2 because i heard hitman 2 was the bigger hit like i haven't no played intended, hitman but... 2 yet yeah i haven't <laughs> yeah. played hitman 2 yet so that kind of reminds me of uh, uh, was it Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. I think oh, it was yeah. The, yeah, that definitely similar. I didn't I didn't play um, Hitman 2016, but I just got done get buying Hitman 2, uh, so I kind of feel like I have to go back and play the first one now to appreciate the second one. Well, yeah, and then it's. Oh, by the way, before I forget, since we're talking about games, um, uh, Force the the new Star Wars game is half off today, and I bought it. So just before, and it's only today. So if you want to get that, the last uh, the, um, it's thirty bucks order? today. Yeah, was it yeah. on Steam or everywhere? Yeah. So, nice. little pro tip: that. everybody oh, might yeah. be hearing this yeah, till Jedi. later. So sorry for everyone who's seeing yeah. this later, but <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, it's yeah. thirty bucks. Yeah. I, I bought it immediately. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, the, the Star Wars Souls Born game. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh let's move on to one of mine. Um nope, mine on the notepad, not there. Uh so you don't remember your pick? Well, I didn't know a number them, so I'm just trying to decide which way to go with it. Um Am I the only one that numbers them? You and Probably. Katie. <laughs> right on katie elbow like social distance elbow bump thing yeah <laughs> no high fives i don't know we follow rules this whatever <laughs> uh all right so my i'm gonna go with my number three i'm gonna go with just yeah i'm gonna say this was the number three so I'm G, it's gta uh, but it's the Vice yeah. City. It's Vice City. <laughs> of okay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people, these. a lot of people go with Andreas, uh, but I go with Vice City just because that is the one that I've replayed the most to the point of I remember when they first brought it out for mobile, I downloaded it immediately and it was just like playing it. It was wow. terrible. It was not. It was <laughs> not does, ready. It was a bad. It was a bad port too, and it was like it was like twenty bucks like on the App Store, and I'm just like, oh, no, man. I want to be able to play Vice City everywhere I go. Oh, <laughs> Adult but, uh, decisions, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was not ready. It was, but it was oh. still, it was still pretty cool to do. But yeah, yeah, going back to the days, I mean, Matt can attest to this. Used to go over to your house and play because I didn't have a PS2, and so yeah. it was just like that was the only yeah. time I got to, and it was just so much fun. It was like it was the coolest thing ever. Like it, the polygons are terrible. You go back and look at it now, and it's just like so bad. But it was so fun, and like the voice care, the like the voice talent is so great in that game. Like the yeah. characters, it was Ray Liotta, it was Tommy Versetti, right? Tommy Versetti, yeah. yeah. They did the whole Scarface. Like one of the missions was like literally the Scarface storyline. <laughs> like, it was, was that so the much. opening, right? The little uh, um, was it the apartment or something like that? No, it was like the first or second mission where you actually go to the dude's like mansion and that you have the shootout in the mansion. Oh, like, that's right. yeah, <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Uh, so yeah, GTA Vice City. I think it's still replayable now. I think that's one of if they ever start doing remasters, they should probably remaster that one. But so, I know they're hard at work at number six right now. So, so <laughs> allegedly, rumor says, uh, rumor yeah. says uh, number six might be Liberty City. 
and then they might do why would we well, go back to because well, they're, 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 they're going back and they're like they're updating what they look like so like obviously we just got san andreas again with gta 5 well, well I they think should the do by one, city uh, yeah by city is gave us liberty well. oh okay they gave us liberty city with with four four, four. yeah yeah yeah, Vice City would be dope. <laughs> like, they would need to go back to Vice City. If we the, do original, it, the original plan was that GTA Five was going to be San Andreas, and then that they were going to have DLC where you go to the other maps. But that became too much. Well, on I was going to say, I think what happened was GTA Online blew up until they didn't think it was took was going to become what it is now. Like, yeah, yeah. a game eight years later, you could still it's play. Still like, going <laughs> strong. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so crazy. Um. I still love G- I still love that GTA too. I played the casino uh, DLC a little while ago. It was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, now Vice City just for the nostalgia and that soundtrack. Man, that '80s soundtrack, man, <laughs> that was <Yeah>. so good. <laughs> uh, if you haven't played it, do yourself a favor, go and play it. It's probably super cheap everywhere right now. Vice City's the one that's Florida, right? Yeah, Miami. Yeah. It's Miami. Yeah. Miami. So it's a it's crazy. I assume it's on the PlayStation Store somewhere or something. I don't know. So that's where they get the story Free Vice City from, from actual Florida. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) From they had to tone it down from real life. Yeah, Yeah. I know. No wonder it seems censored because that's actually based on stories in Florida. I'm just disappointed. There's no like basalt missions though. That was before that happened. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it was in Florida somewhere at some point. Sure. That. Zombies walking around eating people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk zombies. Drunk zombies. Uh, all right. Let's go back. Let's go back, Dan, to uh, your number two. So this was hard, man. This is a hard one because my, my, my number one, my two... My number one uh, became my number one. Like I, I wrote down a list of like why they should be my number one, and um, my it won by a lot. But number two, like, is not to be knocked down. It's the Jack and Daxter series. Um, has anyone here played the Jack and Daxter series? I've only no. played one no. of them because I didn't have a PlayStation. Again, that was the so. Whole thing. <laughs> so growing up, my brother and I we we had a Nintendo sixty four, and then finally we got a PlayStation two and an Xbox. And I played PlayStation two. My my brother had the Xbox, but we'd occasionally kind of swap. Um, and Jack and Daxter was the first game that I got that made him not want to play his Xbox. He wanted to play that game with me. So we would go through and play Jack. Like I would be the one controlling, but like he would help choose what I was going to do or like where I was going to go or whatever. Like, Oh, we should try to go here next and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, the first one was so fun. You're playing as this, like, I want to say, oh, like middle school, early high school looking kid and his buddy. Huge ears. (laughs) Yeah. They're, they're, they're like elves basically. Um, and, and what's his buddy like a rabbit or something? So 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 you play as Jack, and in the beginning of the first one, like he had his 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 best friend uh, falls into a vat of what's called dark eco, and it's kind of like this special magical resource in the world of Jack and Daxter, and he gets turned into an it's like an otter and weasel mix, so it's called an otzel. Cute. Uh, and so he's this like little orange otzel that's always on his shoulder, and like it's kind of funny when you attack and you do these spins because like you see him like flail around, and he's just kind of like a the character that talk for the main character because the main character is a mute. Oh, okay. Yeah, the main character doesn't talk in the first one. Uh, and so you play the first one, you're like kind of having fun. It's this like very lighthearted story kind of. And then like as you get to the end, you're like it, it gets kind of dark with what's going on because of the the eco in the world. There's like green eco, red, and then there's dark eco. And then like there's kind of like I don't I don't remember there being a point to what the hell you were doing. I think you were just trying to fit, find a way to get your friend to become human again. And then you find <laughs> out some like bad guys trying to use the dark ego to control the world. Well, you 
end of the first one happens, you end up trying to go to the future, and then they crash land in the future, and then you get Joya introduced into Jack 2. And Jack 2 was the game that blew my fucking mind. Because the <laughs> first words that come out of Jack's mouth when he's finally able to talk were the words like, where the hell am I? And as a <laughs> Eight year, eight nine year old. I he was like, said a swear. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I look. You look at you flip the game over. It says it says it's rated like E for everyone. <laughs> like you're like what happened? Like like my brother looked at me and he goes, "I'm gonna tell mom you got a game with the swear word." I'm not lying. And I'm like, no no no, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. I'll let you play. I'll let you play. And so, like the, the game starts off with the character you're playing as Jack and Jack Two being tortured he's being full-on electrocuted and tortured and they're trying to ask him about some stuff and like he's a mute so he's like I, I, I don't know like like he's he's not talking finally he wakes up says that first legendary line for me and then you play the whole game and it's a lot more fun because it's in the future jack now has like super saiyan three hair so he goes from like this short like regular super saiyan one hair to super saiyan three hair i guarantee you that's where they based it off of now i'm thinking about it He's oh got yeah, this, I'm looking at the. He's got this greenish right yellow now. hair. Yeah, yeah, he's got this greenish yellow hair. And in the first one, you fought with your fist. In the second one, you get guns. You oh, get God. these like super guns. out of control side like like. You started off you're like, all right, you get a you get a sniper rifle, you got like a pistol, you got like a, a regular machine gun, and you got like a shotgun. But then like as you play the game, they get out of control. Like you get some plasma gravity gun, and like, it, got, it was it was nuts. It was blew, it blew my our minds. And uh, the secondary character like talks just as much as he did in the first one but now, like, now the main character's talking and it, it felt like gta because you could hijack people's flying hover cars and crash them and get the police chasing after you and just whatever you wanted to do <laughs> and the story is fun the entire time by the way too i don't want to say anything about the story because everyone that plays it there is a massive like twist in the story that blows my mind that involves time travel then you get to the third one and the third one is just like mad max meets Jack and Daxter now. It's all Mad Max style. Your character's Cartoon banished from Mad the Max. city. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, he's banished from the main city. You got these like Mad Max style cars with rockets, and you're like trying to join this crew of like sand pirates or whatever you want to call them. And so you're like out doing races in the desert and you know, sandstorms and all a bunch of cool nonsense that's going on. And it's just better. And that's like when the story, like you you look back at all of them, you're like, wow, the first one was fun. Didn't really understand what was going on in the story. Second one, I was definitely involved in the story because my character's talking now. I want to hear every word he has to say. And then the third one, they start wrapping everything up, and you're like, holy crap. This was amazing. Like every, When you go back and play all of them after you played the third one, you realize how good the story was. Like It looked like they had written this out and planned it all ahead of time, which I don't think they did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it definitely doesn't seem like you know Legend of Korra status where they're like, oh, right. we don't know how to end this. Um, so like they're so replayable because you can, you're gonna go back and you're gonna play all of them and then you're gonna finish the third one and then you're like i have to play the other ones now because they connect and i need to see where they connect now like it's it's beautiful very cool yeah i always confuse that one with the uh, ratchet and clank <laughs> yeah ratchet and clank almost made the list too yeah 
it came out it came out in the era of Ratchet and Clank, Tie the Tasmanian Tiger, Attack and the Power of Juju, like those platforms. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 all very similar style games. You like made some of those up. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, uh, it's kind of like it was, it was kind of like we, we talked about the hack and slash games. These were like platformer games. I think oh, they were okay. originally called. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember the boom of platformers in the early late '90s, early 2000s. Those were yeah, huge. and so it was it was part of that era. And unfortunately, Jack and Daxter only got to see to like three, and then a racing one i think and a psp title because naughty dog went on to create uncharted right and the last of us oh, garbage, oh, all of it. Oh. <laughs> i want that I, they're gonna I'm, surprise I'm you at the e3 yeah. next year Dan. yeah <laughs> no. yeah and i know i know right i, I i'm sitting here biting my tongue because i'm like they're making such amazing games with uncharted and last of us like i hope that they grow to be able to wear like Let's go back to Jack and Daxter. Let's remaster them or something. I want more remasters Jack and are a huge thing nowadays. Look at the Resident yeah. Evils and the uh, and obviously Final Fantasy that Matt's playing. I mean, that's it's all yeah. the rage right now to do a remaster. You just so. gotta get it going, get a hashtag yeah. out there. Well, that's you know that's the thing they they want to see a groundswell for it. Yeah, they want to see like, the, the, that's the that's the, that's the thing like to touch on like, <laughs> for those people that aren't familiar with those early 2000 games. It's it's by Naughty Dog. Like you, you love Uncharted. If you love, there's your end. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like Last of Us. Like this is Naughty Dog before they created that. You didn't know that they right. created these games, and you're gonna go back and you're gonna play it, and you're like, "Wow, Naughty Dog has been amazing this entire time." There you go. All right, Katie, let's go on to your number two. You have one of my favorite games. The, the only reason I bought a Switch and then I sold it after because I was done. I was like, "This is the only game." <laughs> I was like, "Nothing else That's can right. quench my thirst." Comes out with the release of the <laughs> Switch. Yeah. Stood in line because this I love Switch this game. were like. I don't know. They just like were sold out everywhere. Like they didn't make enough for America. I don't know. I had to wait in line to. They didn't make it. enough at first. They they didn't yeah. make enough now either. To They're sold out again. The, to get the Switch, and then this was the only game that was coming out for the Switch. So this game was make or break for this brand new console. Yep. And they and freaking made it amazing. They, they, they Zelda knocked Breath out of the, park. the Wild yep. Yep. for the Switch yep. killed it every time. It was amazing. The first open world for Zelda games. Uh, so you get to uh, go, and it's the world is is massive. Like, oh yeah, just it's just massive. It's, it's amazing, but it's, in like a good way, where it's not like yeah. too overwhelming. I still think it's a technical feat that they were able to make the world that rich and huge on a Switch. Like, they, they don't even have, like, that console doesn't even, it shouldn't support that kind of a game. Like, and it did, and it looked really <laughs> yeah. good, and yeah. everyone was like, what the heck is this? And then it was, like, so good. So that one, we weren't ready for it, and it blew us out of the water. Uh, so the story is is that uh, they have, at the start of it, um, these divine beasts that they create to destroy Ganon, which is then, Ganondorf you know, or Ganondorf, Ganon, yeah, yeah sure. Sorry, Ganondorf. No, uh, it's Ganon in the game, but I mean in like Zelda Lords Ganondorf, whatever. <laughs> it's, his, it's his current iteration. <laughs> so they yeah. create all this high tech stuff, and they have all these things to you know they're getting ready for him. And then ten thousand years later, like nine thousand years later, they sort of devolve into this like medieval y sort of time where they kind of don't really have access to all that technolo- technological stuff that they had then. And then they have, oh, then then the Ganon is going to come back. So they're trying to dig up all the stuff. uh, And they end up losing, sort of. Uh, Link gets really wounded. Yeah. And Zelda has to take him to the shrine. And she hides the Master Sword. Mm -hmm. And she, her powers are then awakened, sort of. And she traps Ganon into the castle. 
and everything is sort of destroyed and just covered with enemies and there's a blood moon that comes every now and then. Fucking blood moon. Katie, don't even get me started on that thing. Just when you thought you were getting somewhere in the Doesn't game, all of a sudden the stupid blood moon shows up. Doesn't and like 10, ten characters spawn on you and you're like... Gotta up your game. Oh, there's a streamer who was like sort of uh, doing it and he beat Ganon and then the blood moon came and then he like reset. And he had to like no. because it. <laughs> it re- the whole point of that. Oh, because it didn't finish. It probably the, didn't finish the cut. Yeah, yeah it like didn't get it to like the barely scene. didn't finish it. Oh. And or like he was like like <laughs> right there to like reset. He's like, yeah, it was amazing. I don't know if they like fixed it or like it, but anyways, that was it was still funny to me just thinking about it. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> anyways, so in the story, you wake up and you have a major or whatever, and Link has to go and. Uh, uncover all of these divine beasts that have now been taken over uh, and they're like sort of evil or whatever so you have to go and they have these little mini maze sort of they're like the shrine sort of but the mini mazes it's like a yeah they're like each, each one is like a different like t- it's like a temple yeah it's like a temple yeah, like, and then a, you, yeah, like a temple the water temple not, and then you get a mini as, boss it's not as deep it's not as deep as like the temple like the water temple no oh my like god that, the worst what, <laughs> They kind of, they kind of simple. They made it a little bit more available uh, to everyone to sort of beat it, and I don't know. It was a little bit easier, um, a lot of bit easier. It was kind of like a little puzzle game with a little mini boss. At I was gonna end. say it was a little easier, but at the same time, it was like sometimes. But I still, you, it was a little yeah. struggle. It, it was, <laughs> if you didn't gonna... push that, like sometimes tilt the thing just right and the ball fell off, you're like. True. True. <laughs> gotta or go do this whole damn up, thing again. <laughs> if you weren't set up with the right equipment, it's right. really hard. You For have to really fights. go. Yeah. You have to find the right swords that aren't gonna break. Oh my god! So swords can break in the game, and it kind of adds a little extra layer because you have to sort of forage for That's certain why things. Why gotta get that master sword first? And cheat first. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. There's a lot that you can do. A lot of like little side quest missions. A lot of like have you gone back and, and replayed it katie yeah i went back wow. and replayed it they have like a deal like little mini dsvs where you could do like uh you get new suits of armor and they partnered with different with yeah. different people uh and you get like different sort of sets uh did i, you get I the did bike? go back did you go i got the, the bike yeah got the i got bike? i redid I, it i, I didn't got the do bike. the bike i didn't do the I bike i got the bike the bike is sick <laughs> as fuck it is pretty uh, awesome you just go and then it like like does a little light thing and then yeah ride it around you could do little cheats where you can literally like stop the time and yeah. like hit a rock or something and then just jump on top of it and it'll like fly you like certainly there's a lot of little things that you could do um to make it just sort of fun i love that game like to, so to, honestly like did it win game of the year it did right i'm assuming it, it did. had better I can't remember, but it should have if it didn't. We're just gonna say it did. Yeah, the it thing won I love. Game of the year. I think the thing I loved about that game too was not only like I'm a sucker for lore. Anybody who knows me, when I play a video game, like I look for something that's got a lot of like lore in it and something I can do, sink my sink my teeth into even after I'm done playing the game. That's the fun part of it to me. And that game had tons of lore. Like it had it had so much that I literally bought the. I, I don't think it's in here, but I bought the actual like the master book like the the zelda it's like a gold it's like got the gold like cover on it and everything oh, i was yeah. like yeah i went deep i on wish that. i could go back and buy like the <laughs> special like edition or whatever blah 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 that you think you do yeah this was also the first uh legend of zelda game in a while where zelda was like a prominent role in the game like she was yeah. she was op like she was the key yeah. to everything i cannot I wait like, for so cool. 
the number two that they are doing that we saw the trailer supposedly for. she's yep. going to be playable yeah. right yeah. yeah she's gonna be playable so cool. and sort of yeah and um i am just so fuck i'm so stoked for that her little short hair where she's like so like probably movable oh, <laughs> I go, oh, it. yeah the the world is alive too and like it, that's the great thing about playing that type Super. of a game is like Everyone you meet and interact and with just has a personal. And you know yeah, that they've already like quirks. did their part and they tried their best. And they're like, "Thanks for freeing me." And I was like, "Yeah, yes." Oh, when you complete the maze, yeah, the little yeah. mazes, yeah. Yep. There was a. I remember seeing. East, I, I like to watch videos of like Easter eggs and games, and there was one in particular where there's like a certain bridge where I guess there's a. It's based off a real life person, I guess. That was I don't know if it's like at the studio had committed suicide, which is kind of sad. Uh, not kind of, it's a lot of sad. But they created a memoriam to him where there's a certain bridge that if you go to and you stand at the ledge, uh, there's a guard on the bridge that will run and try to stop you and try to talk you down from the bridge. Even if you're just standing there to like look at the view or whatever, you'll come I think and I talk. Remember to you. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> His name begins with a D or something like that. I forget. Like there's a story behind why they did that. Um, hmm. Well, that's that's, that's, that's nice. Yeah, yeah it, it's really. I I got to play Breath of the Wild back in 2016 before it came out because I went to E3. That's I right, remember, you did go to. I remember. Yeah, I, remember I went to E3. I went to, I went to E3 yeah. 2016, uh, and I remember when we I was first going. We were talking about things. Oh, what should we tackle? And we looked and we're like, Nintendo's not showing their Switch. This yeah. might be a bust for them. And then we looked and like, they're only bringing Legend of Zelda. Like that's the only yeah. game that they're showing. Like. They might be screwed this year in E3. Like, yeah. like it better, it better, <laughs> we were it better do well. It better do well. <laughs> so then I remember I signed up to go to it. I, we, I think I met a buddy of yours in line, or I met someone else in line. It was a four-hour line. It was a four-hour-long line. It was someone's buddy. Oh uh, well, Gio, Gio was there. Did you see Gio? Because he went to that same one you did. There's no, no way he was I, doing Nintendo. No. Oh. Geo? <laughs> okay. No. I don't. I don't remember. Geo loves uh, Nintendo. <laughs> but like, uh, it was a four-hour-long line. Uh, they had the voice of Mario coming down the line, and Mario and Luigi. So he would come down and he'd do his voice, and you could take pictures with him. I have the picture somewhere. I think maybe not. I don't remember. Uh, and it was a four-hour-long line to go in and play like forty-five minutes on the the Wii U. I think it was. They didn't I, have the Switch yet. No, they didn't have the Switch. It was the Wii U version of Breath of the Wild. Oh, wow. And so they're wow. like, yeah. Like, it did come like, out oh. on Wii U, didn't it? Now that I think yeah, about it. Came, it. Uh, they're like, it unfortunately, it like, we don't have the Switch ready, so you have to play it on the Wii U. Yeah. And I was like, wow. you guys are fucked this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember. <laughs> and, then, yeah. And, and then we, because I had played, I had already gotten done VR and stuff. I had played all these other PlayStation games. Xbox was a wash. I, and I'm like, finally going to play uh, Nintendo. And I went in there. And I played the 45 minutes of uh, Legend of Zelda. And they had you do like 20 minutes at the beginning and then 25 minutes of like some other point. Maybe it was longer. I don't remember. Uh, and I walked out and I was like, dude, Nintendo won E3 2016. Like I remember playing. I, I never got a Switch. I never played all the way through of Breath of the Wild. I played a lot, of, a lot of it here and there. But it was a game that I felt like I could dive into at any point and just go and have fun. Because oh, yeah. that game was so when i got to play it before it even came out i was like oh my god you guys didn't need any other games this is yeah. all you needed like i was playing it like oh i was so wrong i was yeah. so so wrong yeah i mean i literally bought the game i remember i mean i bought the console because of that game like it was getting such good like i think it was geo was like the one who convinced me because he was like he brought it to a podcast he brought it to the podcast. yeah that's where he convinced <laughs> me yeah at the studio yeah he let me play it and i was yeah. like this is amazing <laughs> like, this is amazing you- I remember you used the word tactile a lot. You're talking about the way it felt. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that literally was the reason I bought a switch for that game. Um, yeah. so kudos. Yeah. That game is definitely a replayable game of all time. All right, Matt, uh, let's go to yours. Uh, we talked about a little bit, but I mean, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, <laughs> go for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I have been, like, I've always loved the Assassin's Creed games ever, like even going back to the very first one with kind of some of the janky fight mechanics on that one, but just I've always, like one thing I've always loved about the Assassin's Creed series is kind of going back through and kind of seeing a version of history and kind of being able to kind of see what it may have kind of looked like and living through it in a sense. Um, and then just with Black Flag, it kind of opened up. And I know you hate Black Flag, Eric, because it's... I didn't, no, 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 no. I didn't hate Black Flag. I hated three. And then I stopped the one that everyone hates. after. And then I stopped playing after Black Flag. Three, okay. Hot take. Three wasn't that bad. It's just people didn't, people didn't like Connor because he wasn't really as charismatic as Ezio um, or even Altair. Um, and then the one thing I really didn't like about three is the way they wrapped up Desmond Miles' story which I, I, I hated that, but with black flag, it's kind of a nice kind of continuation where you kind of get, you get this kind of faceless protagonist in the kind of the real world. And as you're kind of going through Edward Kenway's story um, and you're, you know, you're this, this kind of unscrupulous pirate that both the Templars are trying to recruit and the assassins are trying to recruit. You're kind of playing them both against each other. Um, just the overall story and kind of, you know, sailing through the Caribbean and um, you still kind of have some of the self mechanics in there from the original um, setup of the game. It's just so much fun to kind of go through. But then the big thing is the multiplayer. I love the multiplayer. Like I remember I showed you the multiplayer one time. You're like, I have no idea what the hell I'm looking at Mm. (laughs) because it's just the way that it plays. But once you kind of get the hang of kind of being able to navigate the multiplayer world, it's so much fun and it's so rewarding when you, when you get through there as you're, you know, you get your target and then you have to evade the people who are trying to assassinate you because you're their target. Um, it's just a lot of fun and it's really challenging and it's rewarding when you kind of you start getting on the leaderboards and you start getting the, um, the, what do you just, you, you're, you're evading the people that are trying to kill you. And like, you know, how like, and like model warfare or something, you, you'll get like a random message from someone that you just own in the game. They're like, man, fuck you. Like I can't, when I got that in Assassin's Creed on the multiplayer, I was like, sorry, dude, but yes, that's awesome. Just Cause it felt good. It felt good to be able to kind of have just to spend so much time on being able to get good at that. So where it's like someone hated you just for being good at it. And it's just, I've always been on the other end of that coin. So nice. just, just that once. Just that uh, once. Oh. The, the, I remember Black Flag, the multiplayer for Assassin's Creed. I'm, I agree. I love it. I think it's probably my favorite. And I, the unfortunate thing is that it failed and being able to be a consistent thing that people grew attached to because Assassin's because Creed multiplayer was so hard. It is so it hard. hard. It's such a niche genre of the multiplayer. Like It's yeah. not something you can just look at and understand what you're seeing. Um, it's not it, an FPS. It's not just a typical... like Even the... You know the um, multiplayer for like Splinter Cell or something. It's it's still that's that's easier to understand than what was going on with Assassin's Creed. I think what what also like messed with people is that the pace of the game 
slows down a lot more when it you play multiplayer. Because yeah. you, you play the regular Assassin's Creed, you can just sprint on top of trees, on top of mass, jump on people. You can just run around and slaughtering yeah. people. Oh, yeah. In the multiplayer, you cannot. You have to be stealthy. You well, actually have to be an assassin. Yeah. You have to be like roguelike. You can kind of like sprint around. Like I, I had a match where I think I was sprinting around and having them chase me. And then I would like stop somewhere, hide, and then like just kept playing cat and mouse. Intentionally, yeah. but I eventually lost. Like it was so hard to be able to keep that up and keep yeah. being that fast-paced Assassin's Creed that you're used to yeah. in the multiplayer. Like you really did have to like take it step by step and be very methodical about how you did things. Yeah. And but I, I agree, it's so fun. But I mean, Black Flag was the pirate game we deserved. <laughs> it was Assassin's Creed so. pirate. It was great. Thing. Yeah, it was great. I don't, I I didn't play it, so I feel a little, a little like I missed out. I. I've been asked like to this yeah. day, like what's the, what do I think the best Assassin's Creed is? And people were like, oh, Assassin's Creed 2 because of Ezio, Ezio, Ezio. It's like, no, screw that. I'm a damn pirate on a pirate ship doing Assassin's Creed things. Jump into other people's ships. You can cut the rope. You can I'm a pirate. Other people's ship. Yeah. <laughs> like, you had an app to where like when you were like at school, work, wherever, you can like, oh, I can keep sending other ships out of missions to get resources to make my ship better so when i come back you can unlock shanties sea shanties that was the yeah. best thing ever when yeah. you went around and you could like you could go yeah. treasure hunting to different islands just just go treasure hunting you can go do like what you could on sea yeah. thieves hunt on treasure and then you're like oh you unlocked a new sea shanty and then you it's like a radio but it's just pirates singing you could just change it's, it while they're all yeah. on the boat it was so fun oh, yeah. it was so immersive like all the parking games that come out now, they're not as. Sailor, yeah, what yeah. can you do with a drunken that sailor? Was the one what I was can you do of. with a drunken sailor early in the morning? You can go on Spotify <laughs> and you can find the whole playlist and you'll. Oh, I love, love it. it. Yeah. I, I found myself just, playing that game for like 50 hours before I decided, yeah. all right, I should finish the game. And yeah. you, get other legendary, <laughs> yeah, you have other legendary pirates in the game too, like Blackbeard. Yep. Is Blackbeard, it? and you get, oh, um, was it. Jack? What was the girl's name? Mary uh, something, but. Yeah. But that that was that was a spoiler. But um, I want to say Jack the Kid or something. Calico like Jack, that. Calico Jack. Yeah. Uh, Blackbeard, Benjamin Hornigold, uh, and and Bonnie is another one. Yeah, and Bonnie. So well, them two famous pirates. Yeah, and then and then one of my favorite, like just Irish songs ever, is the Parting Glass. And they they closed the game with that, and I heard that, and I'm just like, I want that played at my funeral. Because it's, it's just beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful song, and it's like, yes, I'm getting it from the party. Not the pipes. Have another round. The pipes. The nope. pipes. No, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> give me give me the parting glass. That that'll be it. It's, no. This acts as your last one testament, so it's it's on the internet. It lives forever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There Down. you go. I agree. We're playing it. Yeah. Just All not right. too soon, Matt. Just not too soon. Yeah, no, not yet. <laughs> All right. So, so moving on. Um, so for my uh, second, this was very hard for me between second and first because I love this game, this series so much. Um, but I think you'll number one, you'll realize why it's yeah. But number two, uh, Half Life Two, one of my favorite games of all time. One of the games I still go back and replay because it's on my it's it's Xbox Legacy and you can play old Xbox 360 games on the Xbox One, and uh, the subsequent sequels sequels obviously uh, Chapter One and Chapter Two, which were part of the Orange Box. Um, have you guys all played this game before? I just start nerding out. <laughs> I, I've, I've I watched a I've watched a playthrough, but that's kind yeah. of about it. Oh, I did I did remember it, so then I had to go through and watch a playthrough. Okay, okay, um, and it. it, it 
and with Half-Life Alex just coming out too, it, it wraps up finally a little something in there that I'm not going to talk about because it'd be a spoiler. But <laughs> yeah, I, unfortunately, I didn't have a VR, so I was so angry. I'm like, I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars just to play this goddamn game. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is my favorite series, but I'm not going to fucking do it. I just can't do it. So I did watch a playthrough on that one. Um, anyway, Half Life, Half Life Two, uh, and the Orange Box, which is one in uh, chapters one and two, the little mini sequels, and Team Fortress. <laughs> and yeah, sure yeah team fortress sure. was in there i i never got into it a lot of people love team fortress i know big steam community around that <laughs> um but yeah yeah so it, it follows obviously uh you'd have to have played half-life one to get into it half-life one unfortunately was kind of it, it a lot of people love it i'd love to go bit and play the you know the fan was it a fan uh project that remade it dan recently it's available uh, free, I think, yes. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i'd love to go say. and play that because the original was very janky i remember playing it on the pc because there was no consoles when the first half-life came out and i was like whoa <laughs> even for back then graphics i was like geez this is not good but uh yeah you have to play there just to get the story i guess a little bit um half-life 2 took it to another level i mean you know city 17 is a big thing that you know you hear just in the zeitgeist the combine you know the alien race that they op- that they led into the world to take over i mean the lore we we you know i talked about before i love stories of lore and that game has it chocked full of lore <laughs> like I, I love going back and playing it again and again and just seeing like what little little things i could find because there's always, always that kind of stuff in those games um that you could just like look underneath a box or behind a wall or something and find something different um and then just the storytelling as well i love going back and even though i know what's going to happen i just love the catharsis of it being like <laughs> like why <laughs> uh it has one of the biggest cliffhangers of all time for any video game that still isn't answered to this day because they haven't announced a sequel hopefully I, I assume of, like, from alex yeah when is coming those who have played alex or watched them play through we all are hopeful now after that because <laughs> it got such a big reception uh from from everybody i just hope it's not vr because i want to be able to play it on a computer <laughs> without a vr headset but yeah, so what makes it replayable again? The story, the lore, uh, uh, the the weapons in that game are the coolest. Like I think me and Matt talked about in one of our group chats one time of like the best weapons of video games, and the gravity gun was on the list because the gravity gun is like one of the coolest game weapons. Yeah. Was, the BFG, game. was the BFG also a gun? Uh, it was on that list. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but like yeah. even like I've never played Half Life and I know about the gravity. You know about the gravity. Oh, gun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think, <laughs> like, if I recall, that was the game that like innovated having gravity guns in games like yeah, like that, a lot of games now will have gravity guns and it's based off of the one from what valve Half-Life. yeah the, the mechanics yeah. of that yeah just being able to grab any object and use it as a weapon on somebody like Ratchet and clink had one like that yeah right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah in later iterations so just that and then of course from that we got the spin off of some of my other two favorite games portal and portal 2 which it's a whole nother discussion, but amazing games as well. Those are also replayable, but yeah, the half-life two and it's subsequent sequels, the orange box. Second favorite of all time. <laughs> so I guess we'll move on since you guys have not played. That's fine. You should I mean, you definitely there, should. There's, still, there's, there's <laughs> so much that can be said about half-life two because half-life two, I think set the bench benchmark for games. Like for so many games after that, like it, it, in the era that half-life two came out, 
games were fun. They were enjoyable. But then Half-Life like 1 and 2 come out, and the yep. like, games became deep. They began, They had a lot more to them than just run and gun, run in a circle with a blue They started to become or, little yeah. movie, like, like elongated yeah. movies with gameplay in them. Like, they had, that was, they yeah. started having real storylines. Yep. They started having actual writing, real scripts, and uh, they put more effort into all that background lore and stuff going on than just going through and playing a game to play a game. They became more real and con- like connecting to their gamers. And they gave us a protagonist who's not the atypical gaming protagonist. They was yeah. a, it was a nerdy lab guy with wore glasses and had a crowbar. <laughs> like that's that's all he was. Like he was you know, it was like you didn't see that back. Gordon Freeman is an icon now because of that. Like in an age where you were getting Master Chiefs and like fucking people in Gears of War, you know, it's like nah. We're just going to give you this guy who's a nerd. He just got caught in a bad situation. <laughs> wrong like, place, wrong time. Yep. It's yeah. just perfect. <laughs> so, and yes, it's, it's as, as of this recording still has not had a sequel announced and it's been one of the biggest things of internet culture. I'm sure everybody's heard about half re- release half life three, you know, the hashtag and they've, they've had campaigns, Indiegogo. Like every t- yeah, every time they they have an announcement. They yeah, every time Valve's, yeah, every time yeah. Valve is like, we have a special announcement that we yeah. think we're all going to like, and everyone's like, Half-Life like, 3? Half-Life 3. And, yeah. and, they're, and they're like, like no, no, Steam has a friend's Steam list. controller, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, you they, love they love yeah, trolling them. They love trolling them. They love it. They, it's, they're fourth walling now with all their yeah. announcements. So like, they know. hey, you guys, if you guys left Half-Life 1 and 2, wait for the next game that we have coming out. All right. Yep. Portal for the PSP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just cruel at this point. It is. It really is. Uh, even the most recent one where they're like, we have a, they came out of nowhere too with that, with the Alex announcement. They're like, yeah, we're doing a new Half-Life game. And everybody's like, huh? oh, what? And they're like, yeah. Like they just no dropped it on Twitter. Like just one day. No PR. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember and I, that. that. And I was like, they- <laughs> They fuck with <laughs> you know? their fans, dude. They 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 screw their like, player base. And then like, I think it was like a waterfall of tweets. They're like, "It's a groundbreaking VR game," and we're all like, "Okay, but is it what we want?" And then it was like, "It's Alex, and it's a prequel," and we're like, <laughs> "Yeah, did it again." But at least it was, at least it was yeah. good. At least it was good. It's, it's, like, it's closer to what you guys want though this time. Yeah, I watched. Closer, I, I watched but, the yeah. whole playthrough of the thing, and it is it is fantastic. I wish I had a VR headset to play it, but. Whatever. I was just as good watching other people play it. it was so like, what they'll probably end up doing is they'll probably, when they release Half-Life 3, is they'll probably just drop it randomly. And like, all right, you guys can buy it tonight at midnight. Valve <laughs> is like that, unfortunately. Yeah. They're really trolly. <laughs> so we'll see. All right, yeah. let's move on. Let's get our number ones out, uh, our, mm-hmm. our, or what we consider our number ones. Uh, and Dan, let's go with uh, your number one uh, replayable game of all time. We talked about it a little bit, I think, on one of the other podcasts we did recently, but it is, of course, Final Fantasy X. <laughs> all right. Uh, I will fist fight anybody, all right, <laughs> about this game. I Are personally you think good at fist fighting? I, 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 not, I will, I will fist fight. I, 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 will, I don't care if I lose a fist fight. Do you guys in virtual elbow bumps? We're going to virtual yeah, no, fist yeah. fight. I, 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 don't, I could lose a I could know I'm going into a fist fight losing over my argument that this is probably one of the best games ever created. Uh, wow. This is the game that – so we talked about things like, oh, anytime like you go to get a new computer or something like that, you have to download this movie or whatever, have to own this movie uh, with – whatever thing comes out this is a game that every time i get a new console if it's available on the console not xbox uh 
Jesus. I buy it. <laughs> I buy it. What's I buy it. I, I, yeah, because they don't have it. Oh, oh, oh god. Yeah, no. not, yeah. The yeah. Xbox is the only one. So I think I Switch has it. I can borrow one of your copies then. Uh, I don't have a PlayStation. <laughs> I, I don't have a PlayStation. I have a copy of the game. <laughs> I think it's actually right now on sale on the PlayStation Store for like twenty bucks for ten and ten two. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. We're not gonna talk about ten two. Uh. Okay. No, okay, no, 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 yeah. Uh, it's four, yeah, yeah. it's fourteen ninety nine and ten for ten and ten to the HD remastered on Steam. <laughs> but it's the best game of all time. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. ten is not ten to. No. no. That's dry, that, you, you that's fell down different. the hill on that one. They, isn't they, that isn't that, that the one where it's got that laughing it? meme where it's like they're just let's just get our laughs out so they just laugh No, that's in the first that's in ten. That's in ten, I think. That's in ten, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So ten was the first Final Fantasy game that had actual voice acting. That already blew people's minds. Like that was already like a big thing. They're like, "Oh my god, voice acting!" And ten I, here, I had pulled up a thing. Like they, someone created like a one sentence sum up of all the Final Fantasy games. And Final Fantasy Tens was daddy issues, the real sports story with special guest <laughs> Christian guilt complex. And, like that's a, <laughs> wow. that, that sums up the whole story. So the story is you play as this character who I think is by far one of the best most relatable protagonist in a video game I've ever had. Because um, all these other ones are super badasses or like you have the, the nerd or whatever. Never For me, Titus, who the main character is, you can change his name, but it's Titus. All right, you're wrong if you change the name. Uh, he's this kid that he's a star athlete or whatever. And like the beginning has this most, like has the most epic intro ever. It's just this hardcore metal rock music playing. And he's playing a sport called Blitzball, which is essentially rugby in water. Um, and it's just the water sphere, and he's just like he's just this badass. He's the star player of his team, and he's just kicking butt. And giant monster appears, and he's just like all of a sudden get the stadium gets blown up. He's trying to escape, and he's got to fight the uh, these little spawns from the monster. And then some random character appears, and he's just like, "Oh, I know you, random dude with a missing eye and a giant sword, wearing a kimono." <laughs> like, yeah, I Orin, how's it going? And then. All of a sudden, you get sucked up by the monster, and you get sent into this other world that he has no idea what's going on. And the entire story, you play as this character that's just trying to understand, like, what is this world that I'm in? What's going on? And just kind of tags along. And the whole story is, like, you, the people uh, of this world, essentially Christian guilt complex, they all believe that mm-hmm. they are sinners and that this monster keeps getting sent every few years to basically wipe out some of the world because they deserve it. Because they used machines, they call it machina. They're like, because we used like anti-god machines, essentially, which weren't anti-god machines. They were just machines not created by man and not by god. That they were like, oh no. Right. So basically, and, the guilt over being kind of like subverting nature. Yeah, and so yeah. they make you feel bad, and like there's a race of people in the world that use machina, and everyone's just like, you're heathens, and your characters are like, why? Like they're trying to make life better, uh, and. Mm. Like you have, you go on this journey with a, a person called a summoner, whose sole job is to fight off the monster whenever he comes. And you're like, sure, you're just like, sure. But like, what's going on? And the entire time, he just doesn't care. He's just trying to do like the right thing as uh, he's trying to find out like how to get back home. And uh, the story gets really sad like near the end because you start finding a lot of it starts finally like oh, don't, circling. Don't. Yeah, don't spoil around. too much. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to spoil it at all because because like, I may go it. back. Yeah, because I, yeah. I I played this one a little bit like way back in the day on the PlayStation Two. Yeah. Um, where I think I, I think I spent like maybe like ten hours playing it, and you were saying like you probably got about a tenth of the way through the game. 
yeah, nope. The game is definitely they the new remastered versions. They've even added more content to it. So like now there's secret okay. bosses you can fight or whatever, and there was already secret bosses that you can do. Like there's a lot of side stuff. You like the game becomes is very linear for quite a while. Yeah. And then there's a certain point to where it becomes like you can go wherever you want, do whatever you want, and you can even like find hidden places on a map and go to that place and find secret bosses and like top tier yeah. gear and whatever. But uh, the story starts out pretty lighthearted. You're on a journey, like a hero's journey, but your character is not technically the hero. It's the mm-hmm. person you're trying to protect the entire time. She's the hero that your character falls in love with, and you're just trying to protect her. And like you're, the reason he's so relatable is because he's has no idea what's going on but he's trying to remain positive about it all and anytime someone tries to explain well that's how the world works and he goes well fuck that that's wrong <laughs> like just like let's yeah. not do that let's have fun um let's save people and have fun like, like no one has to die as long as we do our job right and he repeats this multiple times and then the story gets really sad once they start tying all the loose ends up and i to this day i th- all right so i mentioned the pokemon movie Right? Yeah. I've talked about how I cry. I need to, I to cry. I to this day yeah. still think I cry more from the final scene from Final Fantasy X than I do the Pokemon movie. But uh, I can't go through and play like a hundred hours just to get yeah. to that point. <laughs> well, just just make sure you had your save file right before that portion of the game starts, and just, and just never, yeah. never, yeah, don't save over it. Just always have that one save file. Um, and then like one other aspect about the game is like, yeah, you're playing a Final Fantasy game. But yeah. then the reason that the in that one sentence says like the real sports story is there's a mini game throughout the, the game for Blitzball where you can play Blitzball and it's an actual sports game where you can go around the world find other play like other Blitzball yeah. players and you can recruit them to your team they make this maximized team and just win tournaments for no reason like you get a a crap item really at the end of it yeah. all you get like nothing but you had fun playing Blitzball and learning all these cool techniques so it was kind of fun. Yeah, same thing like when you're playing Gwent in The Witcher 3. There's no real, yeah. you know, no, no point, real but thing. You just get addicted yeah, to it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, yeah, I, I to this day, uh, that was the first game I ever actually got for myself. So, like, when we, when my brother and I got the Nintendo 64, it was like our stepdad's and it was his games. But then when we got a PlayStation 2 and an Xbox, the first game that they got for me was Final Fantasy X. They had no idea what it was. I had no idea what it was. We didn't know if I was going to like it. And I have played that. I, I think I've beaten the game at least 20 times. And mind you, it's like around wow. like it's around like 50 to 60 hours to actually beat the story if you just run through the story, which you never do. You can't. Yeah. You get distracted. You got shit to yeah. do. You got other shit you want to do. Yeah. So play for the, the combat on, on the remaster for 10, does it play like how the remaster is for Final Fantasy VII? Because I'm actually kind of liking the combat for Final Fantasy VII, or is it still turn-based from the way it was? It's turn-based. Way? It's turn-based. Okay. It's, uh, so uh, they they introduced a system called wait and active, and it's when they slowly try to drift away from turn-based because they know people wanted more active combat. And in Final Fantasy XII, they they even do it more so. But um, it's it's it look it's styled to like the old Final Fantasy games where it's like. They have their side, you have your side, you only have three party members, and you have your abilities yeah. to pick through. Uh, you can have it wait to where it's like when it's your turn, it's your turn. Your opponent can't do anything. Or you can have right. it active where you'll have like a gauge that's like, all right, when the gauge is active, then you can use a move. But during the whole time, like the opponent's still using moves. So like you have to be quick to go through each character's abilities like when it's their turn. Because if like you decide, like, all right, I'm not going to do anything for 10 minutes, that boss is going to keep attacking. Whereas with wait, it can't attack until you make your turn. 
So it's not like okay. chess or checkers. It's, it's like active moving the entire time. That sounds interesting. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm really liking the way that they have the um... combat in Final Fantasy VII. It's that, I do, you like that one? It's... You'll like Final Fantasy XV then. Okay, yeah, because I like that. And then the whole time I'm playing that, I'm thinking if they ever remade Knights of the Old Republic, I'd want this combat system in there because yeah, it makes a I, lot more sense. I, it's, it's, it's a very fun combat system. And like I said, if you liked Final Fantasy VII, uh, okay. the combat solely, then you like Final Fantasy XV, which Final Fantasy XV is labeled a bachelor party goes very wrong, badly. That is, <laughs> so it's the hangover. The hangover. It straight up is. I, I, Final Fantasy XV, I really wanted on this list, but I feel like it was too new for me, and I had way more attachments to these other games yeah. that I played way more. I played Final Fantasy XV a lot. I played it several times over, but all these other games, I love them way more. They, I, I grew up with them. I think that's why I picked them. But you'll like Final Fantasy XV if you like the new Final Fantasy VII. But Only if, you if want, someone I, gets a face tattoo and there's a tiger in it. Yeah. <laughs> so. And Mike Tyson. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, awesome. All right, good pick. Okay. Good, good pick, Dan. Uh, Katie. That's me. You, you also have a very recent release for your number one. <laughs> Uh, so you had two. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's cool. Uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I mean, it's kind of like all the other ones. Like, you know, like, so it's like, you know, it's like all, it's, it's old, but like new at the same time. If it's a uh-huh. remaster, it counts as well. Anyway. All right. So tell us why you love to play it so much. <laughs> you just like, you know, pick it up and play it wherever. It's literally like just everyone could play it at any time at any point you could do like you know the story but really we're just gonna be there for just beating the shit out of each other um is story to smash brothers i don't know i'm just kidding uh in, in, in <laughs> ultimate there of, is yeah, there's yeah, a little there's story kind yeah. of okay. like a like a i, don't I think in really brawl they started to introduce story okay. but yeah I'm i think in brawl they started story. to introduce it as an adventure mode or whatever yeah but I didn't really do that one. The trailer was literally like the shadow versions of the characters come and like take them away or some hmm. garbage. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Rude. Anyways. But that's not the reason you play the game. It's for the, it's for the you know, the multiplayer. The, yeah, the it's for the multiplayer, the fighting. Um, I, you know, again, I'm not very good at anything, but you know, it's easy enough to you could pick up where like a beginner could play it and they could have fun or like a seasoned veteran tournament player could spend hours and hours with their main or like their, their, uh, their choice because each <laughs> character and there's a lot. Uh, Pikachu. Really? Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Pika Pika. With the ash hat? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> just so you know, just to get that good cry, you know? Oh, right. Just really good cry. I don't, it's like there's not really like a lot to talk about. It's just like you know what it is. It's the you know the ultimate one where they have all the the different um, stages and all the characters and all the unlockable characters you have to unlock in. I think it, really I think to speak to what you talked about, it is it is easy to pick up. It's one of those kind of games where it's the the learning curve is very low. You can figure it out like within a couple of games of playing it. Uh huh. Um, and it's satisfying too when you like the the combos and the ultimates are pretty satisfying. Like a good fighting game needs some like stylistic stuff like that, and they they deliver on most of their characters. So yeah, yeah, I, that's a game where like anytime I've gone over to someone's house for like a, a small get together, not necessarily party. Yeah, and it's perfect like, get together, for someone has it. it's a party <laughs> exactly. game. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah. a friend maker and loser. Friend, yeah, friendship. <laughs> it's just very, it's competitive it's, it, without yeah. being like 
you'll have that one person who's like good, but like there'll be a chance where like a newbie could like maybe right. beat them. Beat yeah. Like if, if you use like, items like, like a bitch. Or like items. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know what is throwing about down. Ass <laughs> I used to play uh, competitively and was like one of the top players in the world for Melee and Project M, which was. So like I'm a lover of Smash. So I so, love like, that you picked this game. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it's very like all inclusive and like you could definitely replay it and you can. It just has everyone. It has everything. That's the whole point of it. My kid loves this game. It's his favorite game. <laughs> it's very memeable too. Like there's memes around plays. where it's like a new challenger <laughs> approaches or whatever. Right. It's, yeah. And then the there's, there's one. There's there's one that was uh. It's like. Uh, casual sex implies that there's like uh, ranked or competitive sex, and it shows like a, a, the screen for Smash Ultimate, which is like for fun or for glory. <laughs> it's so it's so All good. Right, well, it, some of us are in it for the memes. Other of us stay for the What am I never play? in it for the memes? All right, if, I, if I if it can't be True. a meme, then I can't enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> All right, so. There's there you go. There's Katie's number one. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. All right, Matt. So let's move on to your number one. Also a very recent game. Yes. I think you both had the most recent of games for your top. It, stuff. It, yeah. Um, and I think when you're kind of asking like the ones that just are the, the, the most replayable games, are, I'm just constantly thinking really of just kind of the ones that I've already got that I, I can just spend forever in. And Red Dead Redemption Two really is one of those games that you can just. I, I can spend all day on this thing. Like, I, you know, sometimes I've had Saturdays, you know, where I, you know, I have my weekend off. I know work. you've told me. I'll wake <laughs> up and I'll just start playing it and I'm hunting and I'm fishing and I'm doing the, like, I'm online playing. I'm, that's all I'm doing, really. I'm not really kind of going through, like, the little multiplayer matches. I'm just kind of chilling in the world. And it's great. Like, I love it. Like, I'm, I know somewhere in me is like this little country boy that just kind of likes, you know, the idea of kind of being in the mountains and kind of being on the prairie, kind of riding a horse and that sort of thing. Everybody's nostalgic um, for the old times until you realize yeah. how they live. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But I mean, like, just, not, I'm not even saying that I have to I'm, go back I know, I'm just to like the 1899 or whatever, but I'm saying like the idea of kind of being able to kind of get away from the city and kind of have those kind of environments. Um, I mean, even just, you know, looking out the window and kind of seeing the mountains just kind of in the area, like I just, I'm, I'd like to see that without all the buildings around and kind of having Red Dead kind of have that backdrop for me is just great. Um, and then too, just the story overall, like when I mean, you get through the story, it's, you know, it's such a really good story. And by the time you get to the end of it, you're just heartbroken. You know, you're kind of like, dude, this is so good. And you kind of want to go through it again because you kind of hear like rumors, like if you do this one thing differently, then the whole thing plays out differently. But yeah, I mean, just like, like, Arthur, you know, if you, when you do your collections, if you wear a mask, you don't get TB, from what I'm told. And I kind of want to go back and play that and kind of see if that's true. Um, but just Rockstar, I think, really kind of just knocked it out of the park with this one. I mean, I mean, even more than GTA 5 or anything. It's just, I love just spending time in that game and in that world and just kind of doing the simplest of stuff. It's just relaxing. It's, it's, it's my catharsis. I don't know. Yeah. Dan, just for reference, there's been nights where I'm like, hey, Matt, come watch our uh, Twitch stream. He's like, nah, I'm just going to go fish in uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not surprised that this is, I'm not surprised that that was his pick. Because uh, he's, he's brought it up, I think, every podcast. Every yeah. about, he gets, yeah. he's like, hey, have I told you about uh, my Lord and Savior Red Dead Redemption 2 yet? Have I brought that up this podcast? And I I, think, here's, I the, here's the thing, Matt, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, because I 
I love it. I think it's such a great game, and right. I understand why you want to talk about it because it deserves to just be praised. So I'm happy that you actually chose that as your pick, and I'm happy that you like all those times of it being mentioned. You're finally like, I get to actually talk about it. So. <laughs> but I think it was one of the wasn't it like one of my game of the years, one of the last wrap ups or something. I think yeah, 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 wrap up or something. Well, we did it for yeah twenty. Well, we did it in the in December of twenty nineteen. But then you picked it, and I was like, that came out in twenty eighteen, man. He was like, you did it. <laughs> I just yeah, it's just it's, it's just a ubiquitous game for me. It's just yeah. I'm always just on it. And so, and honestly, the the two games really that I when I had to choose, it was either The Witcher three or Red Dead to kind of you know, because I like the I don't have um, like you know like exterior hard drive kind of so I'm dealing with the five hundred gigs constantly. So I'm always kind of I know. I know I should, but I'm always kind of like... I just installed you know, another one today. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> but I'm always kind of choosing so which games to now. delete um, so I can go ahead and play some other new game that I kind of like go through. And it came to a point where it's like Witcher 3 or Red Dead, and I kept Red Dead, and I'm just... Yeah. I love it. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up then. Um, for my last one, and especially the remaster. This one also had a remaster like uh, like yours did, Dan, uh, Final Fantasy. And I'm talking about my favorite game of all time, Halo 2. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Yeah, Halo 2 with one of the be- best stories in the series and one of the biggest cliffhangers of any game <laughs> as well. Yeah. I'm surprised no one else said that, actually. Yeah, Halo I 2. played a lot of I mean, Halo growing up, but I, I, it just was not my game. That I was, was not a first-person shooter until dude, recently. That was my game. Yeah. It was like yeah. the first-person shooter. Was, yeah. That well, it revolutionized. First I was gonna say shooters. it was like the first. Yeah. Well, yeah. that. Well, that, and then it also it it built Xbox Live into what it is. Yeah. Today. They, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah, and Halo Two was actually one of the first titles to launch Xbox Live, if I remember right. Yeah. I think um, it was the only one. Before it might have been time, the launch title for Xbox yeah. Live. Yeah. So, uh, really for those of you who don't know, it is it is available right now as part of the Master Chief Collection. If you haven't gone and played it, you can get it for free if you have Game Pass. Or it's, it's on cheap. Steam now. And it's on or it's on Steam now. The remastered one is on Steam, which is one you should play because it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> the graphics they made it better. <laughs> Halo in general, the whole series is amazing, though. Like, yes. I, like I said, it's not. It's it wasn't my game growing up. Not five. I wasn't. A, yeah, I did not enjoy five. I'll put that out there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like I said, I wasn't. I didn't. It wasn't my game. I had fun when I played them all. I did enjoy them, but I wasn't a first-person shooter person. I could. I. I. I didn't like that growing up. Um, no Counter Strike Go. Back in the I never played CS Go. No? Well, CS:GO oh, wow. is is newer. See, Counter well, Strike so, OG, Matt, is the one we used to play. Yeah. 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 I, I never the, played any Counter Strike games. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like, even to this day, people are still playing Halo games. Like, I think it's Halo reach there was an article that's, that just went out yeah that's uh, the competitive scene still is, is really uh, no there's an article that just went out about players that like because there's so many hidden easter eggs in the halo games they have so yeah. many cool like tricks and hidden stuff. yeah uh, like people hunt them down and communities are like all about it and i remember this like halo reach had one where an article came out about these players that finally did this impossible jump where they found the hidden master chief statue oh, and wow. uh <laughs> uh, which like, well, cool. everyone had known about the hidden Master Chief statue, but they wanted to do better. They wanted to reach it, so they there's this whole video of them going through this whole intense process of how to reach it, and it's like this is a game that came out over a decade ago, and people are still like just now being able to achieve something in this game. Like yep. that's kind of gnarly, yep. man. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's the. I mean, the whole series as a whole, like you said, is is ultimately replayable for me, except for five. Um, but two is the one that stands out to me because it was like, I don't know, it was the one that I I, I got the most playtime in with my friends. Like that yeah. was that college years kind of for us, right, Matt? That was like you know, multiplayer yeah. was just becoming a thing, and it was like, yeah, oh, well, awesome. I'll tell you, <laughs> I, I still have really really fond memories of the the sixteen player hookup when you go over yeah. to Sean's house. Well, the, the land the parties, the land parties were land parties, yeah. yeah. Oh, because you're, yeah, no, this is back in the day when you get, you know, (laughs) like you have your, you have your friends come over, they bring their own TVs, they bring their own Xboxes, you get your Ethernet cords all hooked up together, you guys set up in different rooms, and then you just, you're pounding pizza and Dr. Pepper all night long, and you're just playing. It's literally our our generation made that meme, the gamer meme of the the Mountain Dew and the Doritos. Absolutely. That's where it came from. Absolutely. (laughs) And those were great times. Yeah. It was good times. So, yeah um but yeah halo 2 the whole halo series uh, we got so many things out of it master chief obviously the most one of the most iconic game characters of all time cortana mm-hmm. one of the it's literally on windows desktop now as their fucking search engine like yep. it's it's insane how far this uh, how much this game is influenced even across you know other games like like dan was talking about, like all of us were talking about like it was just revolutionary that it, it remade the way you thought about how a first person shooter should, uh, should work um yeah. and i think that's why they called the first one combat like halo combat evolved because they like came up with this whole new system and way to like present a first person shooter so i think that was yeah. that was revolutionary and cool and i don't know two was just the one that i think it was the one that introduced big team battle and that was the one that was like oh you could have 60 players at one time <laughs> yeah <laughs> what <laughs> no the the, the- the Spartan laser or whatever that the Spartan gun? laser, yes. Was that in two? Yeah, that was two. That was. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I think Spartan laser and swords got introduced in two. Yep. Yeah, because that yeah. was the character. Yeah, the uh, you could play as the arbiter, so that was the yeah. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty freaking <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Still love it. Still love. Still love going and playing multiplayer. I still have it on my Xbox, and sometimes I'll just fire it up and see who's in those lobbies still, and be like, "Is it still as toxic as I thought?" Yep. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> now Even it's more so now people it's, have adapted. Well, now it's all the kids grown up, so their like voices are just a little deeper, like. <laughs> and they've gotten smarter. They can get better with their insults. They can yeah. truly make it hurt. <laughs> You're like, oh. I was adopted. My parents are actually disappointed in me. Oh my gosh! You mean he actually did fuck your mom? <laughs> he is my stepdad he now. Found my house. He really <laughs> did. <laughs> the dude actually became a computer engineer and tracked me down via he my IP address. I got dust. Yeah, got dust. No, man. <laughs> oh man, good times. So I think I think uh, all of our, our all of our games that made our list I think are highly replayable and they're worth checking out. Most of them are either on sale or like really cheap at this point. So it would be a really awesome thing for you to do. Still stuck indoors, in quarantine for a while. Not yours? I don't think so. I don't. Oh, think Smash that, is probably still full I don't price. Think Smash yeah. Or Breath yeah. of the Wild, whatever. Uh, Breath. I think the Breath, Breath, Breath of the Wild dropped a little bit. Yeah, maybe. I think it's like thirty, maybe. Yeah. All right, thank but uh, yeah, either way, go go check them out, guys. If if you liked any of our picks, and they're definitely all worth it, I think, in uh, in my personal opinion. Obviously, we do. We put them on the list. <laughs> so uh, yeah, join us next time when we have a full episode of just really. Ner- you thought this was nerdy? Wait till we do the next one, which is going to be anime. So <laughs> yeah. Katie's gonna take over the show. I'm just gonna sit in the I'm background really and be not like, ready for it. "Okay, well, you have better 
you better watch something this week. Oh, that's I have a your, lot. That's your homework. Watch you something. To, you I, have to watch something. I've got plenty, and you probably won't even know them, so that's whatever. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Yeah, you. I, well, you probably won't even know them. Okay. I'm just saying. Katie's <laughs> yeah, pushing okay. up the glasses over here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the, like the shine. <laughs> I know. Get the little tape on the little center bridge there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it complete. Your yep. transformation is complete. All right. Um, so, yeah, join us next time. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, our top animes of all time. And until then, you can go and find this podcast anywhere podcasts are distributed. Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio. Uh, and you can buy the video on YouTube, youtube.com slash show the number one. And besides that, we will be around. Find us all on the social medias at That Geek Show on Instagram at That Geek Show. You can find me at Eric D. Lucas on Twitter and Instagram and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash eRocker. You can find Dan. Go watch this guy play. Yeah. Well, and you can find Dan as well. Twitch.tv slash Razorwing, R-Z-R-W-I-N-G. Yeah, go watch this guy play uh, too. We are now both full-time Twitch streamers. So. Oh my gosh. There you go. So good. There you go. Dan does a little bit more than me. I try to try to stream every day, but it's hard. <laughs> are you? Uh, are you streaming right from, now? Uh, Is he? <laughs> oh, amazing! He's gaming right now while on the podcast. All the internet. internet. <laughs> no, I'm not streaming. I'm just playing right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Are you still but playing Valorant all the time? Yeah, I know they're pissed right now because I'm not talking with them. <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go um so yeah check us out there matt is at uh is on twitter matt matt geek show if i remember yeah, right. matt geek show yep <laughs> and katie is yeah, sister, not, not sister cosplay <laughs> yes, <you laughs> are. we're not doing it anymore we just we gave up we gave up on so, the social media the link will be in the description on youtube if you want to follow any of us i'll put it in there <laughs> uh all right guys until next time stay geeky have a great geeky week wash your hands and stay safe bye-bye your hands. Wash your hands, <laughs> your wash hands your butt. Like Don't be a scruffy nerf herder. Subscribe to our channel for more that geek show goodness in your life. Be sure to also check out our website, thatgeekshow.com, where we post exclusive photos from events and cons. And for all the latest news on upcoming special guests and geek swag giveaways, follow us on Twitter and Facebook.